It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of BlindAndroidUsers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 67 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Today is March the 19th, 2022. I am Warren Carr, and today joining me are Doug Cameron from Canada and Austin Pinto from Mumbai, India. We do not have our UK friends today. They kind of forgot to change their time, so those guys are still sleeping. As always, Austin brings us the announcements. This is followed by the Android Basics segment, and we continue our look at the Assistant. Following the Android Basics segment, we have a tip of the week. That is followed by the Talkback Highlights. Guys, what's going on? Doug? The temperature is going up. That's about all I can say. It's getting warmer. Snow is melting. Now we're just dealing with the freaking oceans of Alberta as the snow melts and floods the streets and the sidewalks. It's a bit of slushy. Oh, it, it, it's not even slushy. It's just water. <laughs> like, I w- if there was some slush to it, I'd actually be a little bit more okay with it. But it's like six inches of water in places. Austin. It's the same thing. The temperatures are going up, and this week has been a celebrations week. We just celebrated Holi on Friday, which is a festival... For those of you who don't know, it's a festival where we throw colors on everyone and balloons of water on everyone. And it's the start of the summer. So it's the real start of the summer after Holi. So to all the Indian listeners celebrating Holi, uh, delayed happy Holi. And also on the 17th, it was St. Patrick's Day. And that was a very fantastic celebration. Got to have that green beard and mix with all the colorful yeah. Love. What a mix. For me, it's actually snowing out there, believe it or not. So it's interesting. And now we move on to announcements. Austin, any announcements? So the announcements that we have is our website is going through a rebuild again. And we will definitely get better and stronger as time goes on. It will take some time for rebuilding. We are going to build from the ground up, so Doug is doing that. Also, another thing, Android 13 Developer Preview 2 just came out, and lots of some new changes which Warren will tell us about. The next announcement is for all our listeners. We have some giveaway codes left from Audible Vision. So last week, if you have heard the episode, we had an interview with other the CEO or the main developer of Audible Vision. And he was very kind to give us a lot of codes. So it's a first come, first serve. And if you email baupodcast at gmail.com, then you get a chance to stand and win a giveaway code. Okay. Awesome. Did you say GBAU or did you just say BAU? 
No, GBAU. Okay, good. So what what happened in Android 13 GP2? What are the new features? Taking a look at the Android 13 GP2, there are a few things that come to mind. I haven't been playing with it much, but these are the things that I noticed. If you pull down the notification or rather the quick settings panel, your quick power menu is now at the bottom right and then to the left of that is the open settings. Now there's a new thing in here that would be found on the left if you have any app that is running in the background, it will say active app. If you don't have any, nothing will show there. Now besides that, another thing that we have here is that there's an audio transcription or audio description found in the accessibility section and that's probably something that is of importance to those of us who are blind. I haven't really played with it to see what it does or I haven't had anything that uh, would need audio description so I can't say to its effectiveness or its non-effectiveness. Those are some of the things that I find of interest to us and the notifications a little bit change as well um as we dig through more and more definitely we'll be seeing more things and then next month of course it's going to be the public beta open for everybody so look forward to doing that if you've been waiting uh next month you should be able to join the public beta if you wanted to also what i found is there was a, there is a new small feature in this beta i think they are gearing up to enabling more privacy settings when you open the app that sends you notifications even though you have used the app before it will ask you do you want to continue this app to keep sending you notifications and there is a yes or no there is an allow or deny button you can click on whatever you want and then the app will either send you notifications or do not send you notifications So in essence what's going on is that notifications you know how it is that you have to go to notifications and manage all those apps that you would like to have notifications from or not have notifications from uh Google is simplifying that so when you open an app it's going to ask you whether or not you want this app to be showing you notifications and you have allow or deny and i think that's a good thing and um uh make use of that when you see it i just denied a lot of those things and whether it's an app that you've opened before or not in other words after installing this dp2 when you launch your app maybe you launch uh say uh google chrome it's going to ask for that permission i just told it deny it's not going to stop you from browsing but you know if you allow it you're going to see random notifications and things like that and besides it's kind of it kind of places you in a quandary because do you want to be notified when a download is completed or not you know so if you deny that those notifications you're downloading something using your google chrome it's not going to tell you the download is now completed but i went ahead and denied it anyway i think it should be noted that um the current beta development process is being restricted to the pixel line only So those who are on Samsung's you're going to be out of luck until Samsung begins their beta rollouts later this year. Hopefully we should see some of that coming up in June or July. 
I hope that Samsung jumps on the beta early this year because usually Samsung doesn't till uh, late in the fall, maybe even like November or December. Uh, usually the likes of the OnePlus and the rest of them that usually do would be the ones that probably jump on it sometime in August or along that timeline. Well, from what I'm seeing here, it looks like Oppo and OnePlus will be jumping on the um, public betas right off the start, so when they release next month. And I cannot find any official information on anybody else for jumping onto the public betas for Android 13. Um, it looks, though, like Samsung might be rele releasing beta for their One UI 5 as well based on Android 13 later this summer, estimating June, July, possibly August, but we have no guarantees on those timelines as it's coming off of CNETs. I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, Samsung is doing a tremendous job. And frankly, I think no one comes close to Samsung, not even Google. And talking about Samsung, you see that A53 phone, that Samsung just released, that thing is going to get the uh, four-year OS support, and that's absolutely beautiful, besides the fact that there will be five years of security patch support. Samsung is doing something wonderful here, and I think Google should take a lesson from Samsung. I think a lot of that's coming because Samsung's making their phones, even their budget lines are becoming more quality builds which gives them the ability to have a longer lifespan opposed to having, you know, your one, two, three gigabyte devices that are really only going to guarantee you about two years of life. You're starting to see devices with up to 12 gigs of RAM with aluminum bodies and glass backs that are capable of lasting you four, five, sometimes even six years. So it definitely reflects really good on Samsung that they're, kind of giving the longer lifespan of updates onto the devices that they know are already going to be lasting at least as long as our update cycles. We now turn our attention to the Android Basic segment. We continue with looking at the app section within the system settings, and we continue with fifth rollout of the Assistant. Today, we'll be talking about a couple things from the Assistant. We're talking about reminders and notes and lists. So when it comes to reminders and notes and lists, do you guys use any of those things? What do you think of those things? I honestly don't use those. Um, I actually don't use a lot of features that the Google Assistant has, just because for me it's not convenient. But previously I did use the Reminders app Primarily for stuff like medication or appointments. Basically, when you're booking something at a time, it's a real quick way to enter it into your calendar so that you can remember that it's coming up. So I can see for like special reminders about special events, birthdays, concerts, stuff like that. Using the Google Assistant for a quick entry is a really great way to make sure that's in your calendar. Austin, do you use any reminders or what is your thought about the reminders or notes and lists? I sometimes use the reminder app to get notified about uh, meetings and 
so on and so forth, but not the others. So the Reminder app is good. It uh, is a very easy way of entering things in your calendar and you get reminded so you never forget your whatever appointment or meeting or whatever you have. And now here is how to go about creating reminders. And now demonstrating reminders. I am in the apps, defaults, assistant, and all of that area. And I will now tap on the item that talks about the assistant. Hey, Google and other assistant settings. Let's go ahead and tap here. Assistant. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. We are now in the assistant menu. I'll now scroll down, go find and tap on the item that says See All Assistant Settings. See All Assistant Settings, Assistant Voice, Home Control, Routines and more. Let's go ahead and tap here. Assistant Settings. Edit Box, Search Settings, Search Settings, Out of List. We can go ahead and scroll down and go find and tap on Reminders. Or we could simply type the word reminder right here in the search field. Whichever one makes it easier for you, you could do that. I think that for now, though, I'm going to simply type the word reminders or simply type in R-E-M and see the matches that come up upon typing R-E-M. Search settings, R-E. Showing items 1, M, Mike, M, showing items 1 to 2 of... Let's see what we got. We are showing items 1 of 2. Remi assignable reminders. Who can send reminders with assistant? Or... Reminders. Create or manage reminders. We are talking today about creating reminders. So I'll go ahead and tap here. Assistant settings. Keyboard hidden. Google. Reminders. We are now on the Reminders page, and there are suggested reminders that you can just pick up and run with. The difference between routines and reminders, however, is that with reminders, you are asking it to let you know that, hey, at so-and-so time, you need to do this and that. With routines, however, that we talked about in our last episode, 66, those are more or less like automated things that sometimes do not need any input from you. However, reminders are things that just do what it says. It reminds you to do something. So, for instance, if I wanted to remind me every Sunday night or Sunday evening to take out the trash for Monday pickup, I create a reminder for that. Let's go ahead and look at the suggestions that we have within these reminders. I'll put my finger down and see what we have. Heading 1 Putting my finger at the very top of the screen, I'm told, Reminders, Heading 1. From here, here are the items that we find. Refresh button. There's the refresh button. Collapsed. At a time, 3 overdue button. Here are some of my reminders that are overdue. If I tap here, it will show me what those are. Expanded. 
At a time, 3 overdue. But cancel play pass subscription overdue May 6, 2020, 10 a.m. So that was a player subscription or play pass subscription that I had signed up for for trial. And of course, I'd set a reminder to remind me to cancel that before it goes into effect. Let's go down. Cancel an Amazon Kindle Unlimited subscription overdue. That's another subscription I canceled a while ago and maybe two years ago. Now below that, we have the following suggestions. Expanded. Suggestions. Button. And these are suggested reminders that you could use. So if you like one of them, you could use it. Or if you don't like it, you could choose to dismiss it. Here are the suggested reminders. Remind me to three period. Water the plants every Friday morning. You could do that. And then... Dismiss. Dismiss that or... Create. Create that reminder. Next. Remind me to three period. Do the dishes every night. Ah, is another beautiful one. Next, we have to dismiss. Dismiss. And... Button. Create. Create. Button. Next reminder. Remind me to three period. Call my family every Friday evening. That's a beautiful one. Dismiss. Button. Create. Button. Next. Remind me to three period. Take my vitamins every morning. Dismiss. Button. Create. Button. Next. Remind me to three period. Work out every morning. Ah, you woke out buffs there. Dismiss. Button. Create. Button. Next. Remind me to three period. Feed my pet every morning. That's beautiful. Those furry guys need some food too, don't they? Dismiss. Button. Create. Button. Next. Remind me to three period. Study every Sunday evening. I like that one. Dismiss. Button. Create. Button. Remind me to three period. Take a moment of gratitude every night. Oh boy, don't we need that. Dismiss. Button. Create. Button. Next. Remind me to three period. Do the laundry every Saturday afternoon. Dismiss. Button. Create. Button. And more and more of that. And now at the bottom of all that, we have an item that says Collapsed. Completed 2. Button. I have completed 2. In other words, 2 have been completed. Now at the bottom right corner, if none of these suggestions is what you are looking for, then you can create your own. So let me create a reminder by tapping the create at the bottom right corner of the phone. Create button. Create edit box title. When you tap on the create, you are now placed in that window that says title. In other words, you're going to give it the title. For this example, I'll be creating a title that says take out the trash. Capital voice input. Take out the trash. I just dictated the words, take out the trash. 
I'll put my finger down to be sure that I indeed have the words, take out the trash. Editing. Take out the trash. Edit box. Title asterisk. Edit there is my take out the trash. Below that, we have a couple radio buttons. There's the one that is based on time. Checked. Time. Radio button. Or. Not checked. Place. Radio button. Place. In other words, if there's a particular place that you need to travel to or walk to to go pick up this trash, then you'll check that. However, since I'm going to be using mine based on time, I am leaving the default, which is time. Now below that. Collapsed. Date today. Drop down list. The next thing we come across is the date and time. I'm going to tab here. Selected. In list. Item one of three. Today. Expanded. Keyboard hidden. We have today. In list. Item two of three. Tomorrow. Tomorrow or? In list. Item three of three. Custom three period. Custom and that's the one I want. Previous month. Button. Tapping on customize, it says previous month. I will make sure that I leave it within this month. Here we have a calendar. And we need to choose the date. I will leave it on the same month that we're in, but I need to choose the date that I need it started on. So I'm going to find the 20th, and that's Sunday. Table. Selected. 18. Row 4. F. We got the 18th selected being Friday. And that's not the one I want. I move right. 19. S. That's Saturday. I move right again. 20. Row 5. S. That's the one I want. So I tap. Reminders. Web view. Out of table. So I have just selected Sunday, March 20. And toward the bottom, we got a couple buttons. On the right, we have done. And to the left of that is the cancel. I am not canceling, so I'm going to tap on done. Done. Button. Collapsed. Date March 20th, 2022. Drop down list. I have my date in place. Now, all I need to do now is to choose the time. In other words, what time on Sunday, March the 20th, do I need to take out this trash? Collapsed. Time. Drop down list. We go ahead and tap here for the time. In list, item one of five. Morning. Expanded. We have morning. In list, item two of five, afternoon. Or? In list, item three of five, evening. Or? In list, item four of five, night. Or? In list, item five of five, custom three period. Customize. For me, I'm going to choose the evening because I don't want to wait too late and then forget about it. So I'll now go back. 
navigate my way back up and tap on Evening. In list, item three of five, evening. That's the one I want, so I tap. Collapsed. Time evening. Drop down list. The next item below that is whether or not I want this to be repeated every Sunday or not. And here's what we've got. Collapsed. Repeats does not repeat. Drop down list. And now it's up to me to choose whether this should be repeated or not. And because our trash is picked up every Monday, I think it makes sense for me to tap here and go choose the repeat. Selected. In list, item 1 of 6. Does not repeat. Expanded. We have a total of 6 items here and the first one says, does not repeat. Let's see if there's a repeat. In list, item 2 of 6. Daily. Daily. In list, item 3 of 6. Weekly. Weekly, and that will be the one that I want, or... In list, item 4 of 6. Monthly. So, as you can see, it goes on and on. In list, item 5 of 6. Yearly. Yearly, or... In list... Item 6 of 6, custom 3 period. Custom. I'll go back and tap on the weekly. In other words, it will be reminding me every Sunday evening to take out the trash. I'll put my finger down and tap on weekly. Collapsed. In list, item 3 of 6, weekly. That's what I want. Collapsed. Repeats weekly. Drop down list. Next instance will be on Sunday, March 20th. That's the first one. Cancel. Button. There's a cancel or... Save. Button. Save button. I'll go ahead and save it just for giggles. Reminders. Create. Button. I have created my reminder. If I put my finger down... And now below my completed or overdue reminders, we have my newly created one. Not checked. Take out the trash complete. Checkbox. I'm not checking that because it has not been completed. And below that... Take out the trash March 20th, 6 p.m. every week on Sun until March 20th, 2023. And now you know how to go about creating a reminder. That was how you go about creating a reminder. This is demonstrating notes and lists. In other words, I'll be demonstrating how you go about using the Google Assistant to create your notes and to choose the notes provider. In other words, whether you are going to be using Keep that is, Google Keep Notes as your default or some other provider to be the default for your notes. Let's go ahead now, since I'm in this area where we have apps, defaults, assistant, and all of that. Let's go ahead now, tap on the assistant. Assistant. Hey Google and other assistant settings. Let's go ahead and tap here. Assistant. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. 
I will now scroll down to the bottom of the phone, find and tap on the item that says See All Assistance Settings. I'll now scroll down. Showing items 1 to 8 of 8. I will now tap on See All Assistance Settings. See All Assistance Settings, Assistant Voice, Home Control, Routines and more. Let's go ahead and tap here. Assistant settings. Edit box. Search settings. Search settings. Out of list. Now I will suggest that instead of scrolling down and trying to find notes and lists, that you simply tap here to activate this edit field and type in the word notes. N-O-T-E-S. I will do just that. Editing. Now, here I am, and it's editing. I'm in an active field now, and I will type letters N-O-T-E-S, or maybe just even N-O-T. N-O. Oscar. I got O. Showing. It keeps narrowing down, and now I'll type letter T. T. Tango. Showing items 1 to 5 of 5. It keeps narrowing down. I'm going to type letter E, or I could simply put down my finger to find notes and list, but I'll go ahead and type letter E. E. Echo. E. Showing now, item 1 of 1. I have narrowed it down to 1, and I'll put my finger down. Notes and lists. See notes and lists through assistant. In list. That's what I want. So now I tap here. Keyboard hidden. Assistant settings. Notes and lists. Web view. Out of list. Now I am on a page now, and let's look at what this page has to say. Notes and lists. Heading 1. The heading says Notes and lists. Access your notes and lists by saying Show my notes on any assistant device. Let's keep going. Manage your notes and lists. Heading 2. And we have a heading now that says Manage your notes and list. Links to your notes and lists and shopping lists. List box. Let's keep going. Your notes and lists manage with your assistant. Link. Let's keep going. In list, item 1 of 0. Your notes and lists manage with your assistant. I have zero items. Keep going. Shopping lists view your shopping list items. Link. Keep going. In list, item one of zero. Shopping lists view your Keep shopping going. list items. Select your notes and lists provider. Heading two. And that's the one we're going to look at. In other words, who is going to be our notes and list provider. As I indicated earlier, you could choose the Google Keep, which is mainly by default, but here we could choose other providers as well. I think we have about three or so providers. Let's take a look at these providers. Future notes and lists created with your assistant will be visible in your provider. Later, if you select a different app, these notes and lists will not be visible via your assistant. All right, let's look at what we have. Learn more. Link. Five items. Notes and lists providers. 
list box. We have five items, and here are the five items that we have. In other words, the five providers that one could choose from and make that his or her default. In list, item one of five. Google Keep logo. Google Keep Keep and Assistant work together to help you get more done quickly. Google Keep. Google Keep logo. Graphic. Google Keep. Keep and Assistant work together to help you get more done quickly. That's the Google Keep. Next item. Checked. Google Keep. Radio button. So by default, the Google Keep is checked. Or. In list, item two of five. Any.do logo, any.do sync your lists with any.do, an award-winning to-do list, grocery lists and reminders app. Any.do. And that's the any.do, and that radio button below that is not checked. Not checked. Any.do. The next item. In list, item three of five. AnyList logo, AnyList, the best app for sharing grocery lists, shopping lists, and checklists with family and friends. AnyList. AnyList is the next one, and then there's a radio associated with that. Not checked. AnyList. Radio button. Next item. In list, item four of five. Bring shopping lists logo, bring shopping lists, the award-winning number one grocery shopping list. Bring shopping lists. And there's an associated radio button. Not checked. Bring shopping lists. And the last one here. In list, item 5 of 5. Do not sync with other services. Do not sync with other services. There we go. Availability. Heading 2. And? Android 6.0 plus phones. In other words, this is available on any Android phone running Android 6 or higher. Android 6.0 plus tablets. Tablets? iPhone. Even on our Fruitvale devices, the iPhone. iPad. And that's the last item. Now, understand that if you choose any of these and you do not have them installed, for instance, if I decided to choose the any.do and I do not have the any.do app, then I will need to download and install that app. And now, before we bring this to a close, let's go ahead now and create a note. Create a note. What should it say? Remember to write a thank you later to Blind Android users' listeners. Saved your note. It has saved that note. Let's do one for creating a list. Create a list for shoes. All right, I made a list called shoes. And that's how you go about creating notes and lists and choosing which provider should be your default. And now for those of you who use a Samsung device and would like to use the Bixby routines, Fee demonstrates how to go about using the Bixby for your own routines if you don't want to use the Google Assistant. Here is Fee with that demonstration of the Bixby routines. 
Hello, I'm going to demonstrate something I really like on my Samsung Galaxy S20 FE. I'm training to become a lay preacher. And part of the training is that I have to take part in services at various churches. Something I really like on the Samsung phones is Bixby Routines. Now, Bixby is Samsung's voice assistant, but it does a lot more than that. I don't really use the voice assistant part of it because I prefer the Google one. And one's enough to learn for a phone. But I do like the fact that I can do things like have my phone go on silent when I go to a particular location. I've already set it to do this for my regular church. Every time I go there, whether or not it's a Sunday, it knows my location and turns my phone on to silent. So if I'm there for a meeting or a service at a different time of the week, it will always silence my phone. However, now that I'm training to become a local preacher, I need to be able to trust that my phone will go on to the silent mode at other churches too. So I'm going to set up a church I went to this morning as another location where my phone will be silent so that no one can phone or message me or do anything else that would disturb a church service I'm taking part in. Now this morning I hadn't set this up yet so I just told Google to turn on do not disturb and then I turned it off later on. But I don't want to have to do that every time. Now there are two steps to doing this. You can do it all in one step but when I tried to set a new location in the Bixby routine settings it was a bit horrible in terms of accessibility. I discovered that when I went into my Samsung account settings on my phone, I could save a location and after that I could use it while setting up a Bixby routine and that was much easier. So in this way of doing it, there are two separate stages. So the first stage is I'm already in settings and I want the first option that's really available which is my account. So I'm going to open that. Connections. Fiona Dunn. So I'm in the Samsung account settings for my personal account. Samsung account. Search. But more options. But profile picture. Button. Fiona Dunn. Fiona Dunn's at profile info. One devices. Fiona's S20 phone. Four other devices. Two of 15. Places, church, 3 of 15. So I've got a place called church. So I'm going to open where it says places church by double tapping it. Places, navigate up, play, add button, delete button, add button. So I don't want to delete, I want to add, so I'll add. Add place, home, in list, work, school, car, other. Other, I want other. Enter place name. Name editing, enter place name. I like to type with a Bluetooth keyboard, so I have that here, and I'm going to type Kingsdown Methodist. Search button. Ford location heading showing Samsung keyboard. Search for location. Clear all button. Search for lo editing. Selected text. Cleared text. 
keyboard was open it wouldn't show me the search button very odd it was solved easily enough by closing the keyboard or if you don't have a keyboard that closes just power it off and then you'll get the samsung keyboard back or the google keyboard or whatever keyboard it is you like to use to type stuff in on your phone Methodist Central Hall, Westminster, Stories Gay, Kenton Methodist Church, Woodgrain J, Hind Street Methodist Church, 19 Fail, Hounslow Methodist Church, Bell Road, Methodist Church Hall, Wendelin Avenue, Rivercourt Methodist Church, King Street. Goodness, there are lots of them, aren't there? Results from Foursquare, Search Area, Kings Dunave, London W13, 9PR, UK. That sounds like the right one. Results from Google, heading. Kings Clear, all, Kings Dunave, London W13, 9PR, UK. So the one on from so the one from Google sounds much more like it. Foursquare, nobody seems to have checked in there, but that's okay. I can use the one from Google, which is the first result. I'll double tap on that. English, UK, QWERTY shown, showing Samsung keyboard, places, editing, Kingston Methodist, edit box, enter place name. I'm going to add the word church. I was being lazy, so I've opened my Places. keyboard again. Kingston Methodist. C H U R C H. Name heading. Editing location heading. Kingston Ave, London W thirteen nine PR UK. English, so it UK, says Kings showing Samsung keyboard places. Shh. Editing Kingston name heading. Enough already. So it says Kingsdown Ave. That means Avenue. Uh, I'm using the. Serena vocalizer voice, the UK English one, uh, and for some reason it says Ave instead of Avenue, but never mind. So now I'm going to save this. Add place. Name heading. Add place. Save button. Save button. Keyboard hidden. Places. Navigate up button. So now in my places list, I should have church, which is my usual church, and Kingsdown Methodist Church. So let's have a look and see if I've done this right. Places. Add button. Delete button. Add your home, work, and other places to get reminders and other info at just the right time. Um, just a note about that. Some people add their home as home on their phone. This may sound a little paranoid, but I have never done this. And the reason for this is because if somebody stole my bag and somehow managed to unlock my phone... They would have my sat-nav with home saved in it and they would also have my keys and that would not be good because then you could have a burglar come and steal all your stuff from home because you've guided them right there and then they can come and open the door. Thankfully no one has stolen my bag and this hasn't happened to me but I read something once by the police saying don't save home as home in your sat nav if you do save it in there call it something else so there's just a little extra tip so now there should be a list of places um the first one i will skip over because it will tell you my church that i always go to and then the second one is the one we're worried about which is the one i've just set up so the first one at your home 
Church, Ealing GRN, so, Kingsdown Methodist Church, Kingsdown Ave, London W13, 9PR, UK, double tap to edit place. So there you go, that's been set up. So, brilliant. Navigate up. So now I will navigate up. Samsung account. Navigate up button. And it's time to do the second stage. So now I'm going to go back to the main settings. Sam's navigate up button. Settings. Search settings button. So I'm going to go to advanced. List. Fiona Dunn. Connections. Sounds and bike. Notification. Display. Themes. Home screen. Lock screen. Biometrics. Privacy. Location. Google. Google. Accounts and back. Advanced features. Android auto. Side key. Bixby routines. 22 and 34. Now, you probably heard there it said Bixby Routines. That's what I want. So I'm going to open Advanced, and then within there, I'm going to find Bixby Routines and open that. Advanced Features. Navigate up button. Advanced Features. Search settings. Call and text on other devices. 1 of 22. Off. Call. Continue apps on other devices. 2 of 22. On. Link to Windows. 3 of 20. Off. Samsung Dex. 4 of 22. Off. Android Auto. 5 of 22. Quick Share. On. Quick. Quick Share. On, side key, 8 of 22, motions and gestures, 9 of 22, one-handed mode, 10 of 22, off, one, Bixby routines, 12 of 22. That's what I want. On, Bixby routines, switch. It's saying they're on. Screenshots and, on, Bixby routines. So that's what I want, so I'm going to open that. On, judge, one of Bixby routines. Want personalised recommendations? Turn on customization service to get routine recommendations based on how you use your phone. Not now, turn on. And labelled. All out of lid. LGQ, row one, column one, in grade, two rows, two columns. LGQ is the name of a routine I've set up. It's the initials for a choir I sing with. I went into the Bixby routine setting and the option that was relatively easy was when I'm in my current location, do this behaviour. So the problem I had when setting up my church one was that I wasn't actually in the church when I was setting it up. And because I wasn't in the church, it wanted me to choose the location on a map or something, or there were unlabeled buttons. I can't remember exactly, but there was a problem. Um, anyway, so LGQ, I'm okay, going to back button, out of list, navigation bar. Bixby routine. Seamless connection. Wrote to unlabeled. Ch unlabeled. LGQ. Message. Blind Android use all out of grid. LGQ. Row one. Column one. In grid. Two rows. Two columns. LGQ is is a choir I sing with, and that's a routine where every time I go to a particular church to practice, the phone will go on silent. There isn't a church saved in my list of places from the Samsung account that we looked at before because I was actually in the church when I set that particular routine up and it was easy enough just to say when I am in my current location I want the phone to go on to silent. It was selecting a different location within the routines settings that was problematic. So, LGQ is the first in the list, and what else do we have? Church, column two. We have a routine called church. When I go to my regular church, go on silent. Unlabeled. I don't know what the unlabeled button is. I'm not sure whether that's an on and off button or 
I don't know. Seamless connection, row two, column one. Seamless connection is something where when my Wi-Fi level gets to one bar or lower, my phone will use my 4G connectivity instead. That's what another routine I set up. So all the routines don't necessarily have to be to do with locations or times. Unlabeled. Discover out of grid. And there's a discover. Well, I want to add a routine. Judge one or two. Favorite more options. Search Bixby routine. Search more options button. Pop up window. Selected history in list. Delete settings. Tips. Contact us. Tip set. Delete selected. Delete selected history. Back. Bixby routines. Judge and label. Judge favorites out of list. More options button. Search button. Bixby routines. Selected my routines. Add routine. Discover. Add routine. Okay. Add routine. Add routine. Add routine. Selected if in list. Add condition. Add what will trigger this routine out of list. So I can add the condition if this happens. Selected then in list. If this happens then. So for example with my church one. If I go into church then the phone will go on to silent. So if. Add condition. Add what will trigger this routine out of list. The if. Select, add con- selected if in list. Add condition. So I'll tap that. Navigate up button. And the conditions we can choose from. Let's have a look. If search editable voice search button. Selected manual in list. So you can trigger it manually. Start manually. Time. Or with a time. Specific time. Time period. Place. Place. Device. Wired headphones. Charging status. Battery level. Wi-Fi network. Check. Wi-Fi strength. Check. Wi-Fi. Bluetooth device. Samsung Dex. NFC tagged. Sound mode. Dark mode. Event. App opened. Game is being played. During exercise. Check. Incoming call. Check. Message received from. Message received with keyword. Also, you can even set up a keyword. So. In, during a game is being. App opened. App opened. All that. Could be handy Message, as well. Blind Android use. Sound so, if reply to blind Android users, reply to blind app opened in list conditions. So, app opened, and that would be good. So I could say when I open Zoom, put the phone on to silent as well. That might be good, or do not disturb maybe. Because um, if you're in a Zoom meeting, you don't really want all your Facebook things popping up and. Twitter and all that kind of thing, do you? So I'm going to go back to the place one. Event. Dark mode. I'm presuming event is an event like a calendar event. I haven't played with that. Sound mode. NFC tagged. Samsung Dex. Bluetooth device. Wi-Fi. Showing Wi-Fi strength. Wi-Fi network. Battery level. Charging status. Wired headphones. Device. Place. Place. My current location, one of four, in list, four items. Church, two of four. Kings down, Methodist church, three of four. Pick a place, four of four. So pick a place is where I had problems before. So I've already set Kings down, Methodist church as a place. Kings down, Methodist church, three of four. So I'll choose that. 
Put the place at the center of circle to get the most accurate location detection. You can also select the location by touching and holding a spot on the map. Well, not ticked. Do not show again. Tick box. Count of list. Do that. Okay. Not ticked. I'm going to tick. Ticked. Do not show again. Because now in this demo, I've shown you that that can happen. Well, of course, we can't put the place in the centre of the map. Um, put the place at the centre of circle together. Ticked. Do not show again. Tick box. Of course, we can't put the place in the centre of the circle, so we just have to do our best. But it, it seems to work quite well. OK, button. Because it seems to have a hundred meter radius or something anyway, so it's it's been good so far. Okay, Bixby routines, Kings Dunave, London W thirteen nine PR UK edit box search. So that's the place. Current location. Kings Dunave current radius one hundred and fifty m. Zero percent slider. Oh no, it's one hundred and fifty meters. Um. You see, that's 0%, so it doesn't seem like you can reduce... I'm just going to see what happens. 0%. Yeah. 5% slider. Rate is 243. 5%. Rate is 150M. So it seems like 150 metres is the smallest radius. So even if it is slightly inaccurate on the map, I think it'll be fine. Zero. Google map. When I leave button off, button. Selected when I arrive button on button. So I want it to do this when I arrive, but you can have it to turn something on when you leave. So you might want your phone to stop being on silent when you leave work, for example. Whereas I want my phone to start being on silent when I arrive at church. So improve accuracy. Wi-Fi network. Add a Wi-Fi network to help your phone detect this place more accurately. I don't know that they have Wi-Fi. I'm not sure. So I'll leave that alone. Cancel. Button. Done. Button. Done. Add routine. Selected. If. In list. Place. Arriving. Kingsdown Ave. London W13. 9PR. UK. So arriving. Amazon.co.uk. Arriving today. Your Amazon package will be delivered today. Email. Amazon.co. Add, add action. Add what is routine. Selected. Then. Add condition. Button. Out of list. Remove place condition, button, in list, place, add routine, out, selected, if, in list, place, arriving, Kingsdown Ave, London W13, 9PR, UK. So when I arrive at Kingsdown Avenue, this thing that I'm about to set up will happen. So, now I continue. Remove place condition, button. So I can remove the place condition if I suddenly think, oh no, I didn't want that, I wanted to set something different but I don't want to remove that I want to keep it because I'm happy with it add condition button out of list selected then in list add action add what this routine will do out of list then add what this routine will do email so add actions navigate up button then search voice search button connections row one sounds and vibration column two notifications column three Display, column four, lock screen, row, security, column, location, column three, accounts and backup, cop, battery, row three, accessibility, cop, Bixby voice, music, column, effects, row, functions, column, smart things, one of, navigate up, button, so, then, search, voice, connection, sound and vibration, they're the different two. choices, notifications, column three, showing items, one, then, notification, search, voice search, button, do not disturb, in list, 
search, do not disturb, in this. Do not disturb, ticked on, radio button, one or two, in, not ticked off, radio, cancel, but done, button. So when I arrive at Kingstown Methodist Church, I want do not disturb to come on, so. Done, button, done. Done. Add routine, selected, if, in list. Place, arriving, Kingstown Ave, London W13, 90R, UK. Remove place, condi- add condition, selected, then, in list. Do not disturb, on. Remove do not disturb action button. So if I suddenly think, no, actually, I didn't want do not disturb. I just wanted my phone on silent. I still wanted my notifications to pop up. So if that was the case, I could remove that and change it to something else. Add action button out of list. So it seems like you can have more than one condition and you can have more than one thing, more than one action that happens. But again, I haven't played with that yet because this is all still quite new to me. When routine ends. When routine ends. Me- reverse actions. Reverse all actions where possible. Yes, that's what I want. I want to reverse the actions. So when I go away from the church, I want do not disturb to turn off again. Cancel. Next. Next. English. UK. QWERTY shown. Showing Samsung keyboard. Bixby routines. Editing. Arriving at a location. Edit box. Routine name. Oh, okay. So it wants a routine name. So you could have all kinds of random things as well, like emojis and things. But editing arriving at a location. I will just call it arriving at. Oops. Icon. Keyboard hidden. Edit icon. Editing arriving at a location. Edit box. I'll call it arriving at Kingsdown. So I'll just get rid of a location and change it to Kingsdown. Was cleared text. Oh, it's deleted the whole thing. I'll just call it Kings Down then. K I N G S D O W N. I editing Kings Down edit box routing name. Done button done. Kings Down saved Bixby routines. Want personalized recommendations? Turn on customization service to get routine recommendations based on how you use your phone. Not now. Turn on. I'm going to try that and see what happens. And labelled. All out of lit and lecture. Favourites. More Search. Bix. Selected. My routine. Add routine. Discover. And labelled. Row to. Seamless. All out of grid. So, now if I look in the list of routines, we Just have... Want to routines. Want personalised recommendations? Turn on customisation. Favourites. Out of list. Selected my routines. Church one or two in list two unlabeled. All out of list. Kingsdown unlabeled. Kingsdown. So there's Kingsdown. Unlabeled. LGQ. There's LGQ. Unlabeled. Church row two. There's church. Unlabeled. Seamless connection. Seamless connection. Unlabeled. Discover out of grid. So there's four routines now. Next time I want to add another church, because there will be other churches I need to add, I will see if I can add it to a routine I have already made and see how that works. But for now, I've set everything up as I need to, and all that I need to do now is go back to that church in a few weeks' time and make sure that my phone has gone on to Do Not Disturb. Take care all. Bye for now. Thank you so much, Fee. That was wonderful. And you guys now know how to go about using the Bixby for your routines.
should you decide not to be using the Google Assistant. We now move on to the tip of the week. And today I'm talking about how to go about redeeming a gift code, whether it is for money or a gift code for an app. Here is that demonstration. Here's a short demonstration on how you go about redeeming a gift code from the Google Play Store. I will now invoke the Google Play Store and go redeem a $10 gift card. This could be a gift card or it could be a code to redeem for some app. Let's now go ahead and invoke the Google Assistant and bring up the Play Store. Open Play Store. Play Store. I am now on the Play Store. And in order to redeem my $10 gift code, I need to find and tap on my username on the top right corner of the phone. I'll find it and tap on it. Signed in as Warren Carr Warcare at gmail. So you go ahead and tap here. Upon tapping on that, now we have a menu that pops up. What we want to tap on here is the one that talks about payment and subscriptions. Payments and subscriptions. That's what we want. Go ahead and tap here. Payments and subscriptions. Play Store. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. Upon tapping on payment and subscriptions, we have the following items. Payment methods. In list. We've got payment methods. Subscriptions. Subscriptions. Budget and history. Budget and history. And the last item on this screen will be... Redeem gift code. Redeem the gift code. That's what we're after. I'll tap here. Showing Gboard. Upon tapping here, our keyboard is showing up. In other words, it shows up the keyboard and asking for us to type in the gift code. And I'm going to see if I have it on my clipboard. Clipboard. Close clip. I tap Showing on my clipboard and let's see if I have it. Six EPZ There is my gift card. And editing. Six EPZ There is my gift card right there. Now I could simply tap on Redeem button. Redeem, which is found at the middle of the phone. Tap here. Checking your code. Confirm account. You are about to add $10. And here we hear it saying, hey, confirm your account. You're about to add $10 to your username. And of course, my username. And then at the bottom of the screen is... Confirm button. Confirm. Tap here. And upon confirming, I get the following message. Score. $10 added to your account. And below that... Here's a reward just for buying a gift card. To use it, go to menu greater than account greater than rewards. Expires April 30th, 22, 11, 59 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. And usually some of these things are just like discounts for games or, you know, things like that. And then below that, there's a terms of service. Terms of service. Or. Not now. Button. Not now, meaning I don't want to go to see what that reward is or the last button see reward button see reward 
That's it. We're done. I'm going to tap on not now. Not now button. And that concludes how you go about redeeming a gift code either for money or for an app. To conclude today's episode, we now turn on to the theme, the highlights from TalkBack. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 29. In our last installment, installment 28, we talked about the screen search gesture. Today, however, I'll be talking about the TalkBack voice commands. For today's demonstration, I will be using my old Pixel 4 running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. For speech services, I am once again employing the Google speech services, thus keeping things googly. I am on my home screen and will now navigate to the TalkBack menu. I will use the drawing of a line downward and curving to the right to invoke the TalkBack menu. TalkBack menu. Here I am in the TalkBack menu. I will now find and tap on TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings in list. Let's go ahead and tap on TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Navigate up. Button out of list. By now you should be familiar that every time I'm doing these entries that we actually scroll down the page and go tap on the customized gestures. If this is your first time, I will now put two fingers in the middle of the phone and then glide those fingers upwards and find and tap on customized gestures. I will now put those two fingers down, glide them upward, and that gesture scrolls down the page. Showing items 3 to 14 of 14. Now I will find and tap on Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures. Here is our Customize Gestures, and we go ahead and tap here. Customize Gestures. Navigate up. Button out of list. We are now on the customization page of the gestures. And what I will do now is to change my granularity to the headings granularity. I will do that by swiping up and down with one finger. In other words, I'm doing a scrubbing movement with one finger until I hear it says headings. You can also use three fingers and swipe downwards or from left to right or right to left to change your granularity. I simply prefer the up-down scrubbing movement with one finger. So I will now go ahead and do that and change my granularity. What I'm looking for is the headings. Controls. Headings. Here is my headings. Now that I have found the headings granularity, I will swipe down with one finger and keep doing so until I get to the heading that says one finger angle. Here I go. One finger heading in list. That's the one finger heading. One finger back and forth heading. Keep going. One finger angle heading. One finger angle heading, and that's the heading that we're after. 
As I said at the beginning of the recording, we will be looking at the TalkBack voice command. I will now move my focus to the TalkBack voice command gesture, and that gesture has to do with swiping right then upwards. In other words, you will swipe right and then curve upward, and that invokes the TalkBack voice command gesture. I will now go ahead and invoke that gesture and then we'll look at what it can do. It does give you hints as to what you can use the gesture for. I will now swipe right, then curve upwards to invoke that gesture. Use voice commands to control talkback. We hear it say use voice commands to control talkback. Below that, though, are some suggestions as to what we can use it for. Here is what that is saying. Here are some things you can say. Copy. Read from next item. Find, save. Speak, faster. Talk back settings. Say, help, for a list of all voice commands. So in other words, you can use any of those voice commands. Copy, save, speak faster, open settings, and things like that. The reason why we're having this dialogue is because I haven't turned off the checkbox that says, do not show this again next time. Checked. Always show this message. Checkbox. And therefore, because it is checked every time that I invoke this command, this dialogue will come up. Now, below that, we have... Use voice commands button. Use voice commands. Now, if I tap here, it will make a chime, and all I need to say is give it the command that I want. If we have that checkbox unchecked, however, this dialog will not show, and every time I do this gesture, it will simply chime, and all I need to do is to give it my command. I'll tap here and say something. Open Notifications. Notification Shade. There is my notifications. It opens up my notifications. So you could use this, and by the way, as I've always said, you could change this if doing this gesture is difficult for you. You could reassign it to something else and use that gesture. Now you know how to go about using your TalkBack voice commands. And this concludes installment 29 using the TalkBack voice commands. And that concludes today's episode. Austin, how do people get hold of us? For people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, Blind Android Users, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening to us again this week. We look forward to seeing you next week. Later. Bye, everyone. And that has been another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. As always, we appreciate hearing from you. 
you send those email messages to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. For those My Android Journey stories, we encourage you to send those to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. Until we see you in our next episode, you have a wonderful day.